0: Welcome back to another episode of the IC Pixels Podcast. This is David. This is Anthony. Thanks for tuning in, if you're tuning in. Um, happy springtime. Indeed. Uh, happy uh, Easter or whatever. Happy pollen falling, if you're <laughs> down here in Atlanta. <laughs> I think, I don't know. I'm, I'm unaffected by the, the whole pollen thing, so I don't understand it. Yeah. Um I have heard that like if you live in the same area for long enough then it starts to affect you more. Um, so I've been here in DC area for I don't know, over ten years and I still don't notice it. Unless like I, I go stick my face in a flower, then I might like sneeze a little bit, but yeah. For the most part, no impact on me. Is I mean, I'm not
1: having like bad allergies or anything like that, but um, I mean just a little bit maybe but the problem is like down here it's just so much pollen it's just like literally your car will be yellow
0: hmm.
1: like the parking lots are yellow like just everything yellow probably because there's so many trees down here which is great any other time of the year <laughs> but spring it's like right when the sun's like, oh, it's nice outside, and you walk outside, and then it's like, you know, like, you got a day or two of that before the pollen hits, and then it just gets serious. And it's like, yeah, you go back inside. Uh,
0: so I have a black car, and it's not yellow yet, so it hasn't gotten that Yeah, you only got
1: the, Yeah, my car, I've had to wash it multiple times, and there's no point almost, but,
0: yeah. I actually washed all my cars last weekend, and yeah, well, they stay most... Two of them stay in the garage, one doesn't. The one that doesn't is not yellow yet. Yeah. But I don't think the, the pollen has kicked in for real, for real yet. Because we just had, like, the cherry blossoms just bloomed up here. And that's yeah. usually, shortly after that is when the the pollen comes out.
1: Oh. Yeah, no, it's it's been heavy. Hopefully it seems to be dying off as far as, like... I mean, it's still there, but it's not as bad as it was like last week, but as far as, like, you literally every turning everything yellow, but... um people that have bad allergies say it's still bad, so Mhm. I don't know. But um yeah. But other than that, I don't know. i been mean, back in the office, um so I had talked about like the fact that we were hiring somebody for my team and <laughs> it turns out like having somebody, you know, that's you know that you that is under you, that you're, you know, giving work to and everything that's helping there to help you out is a lot of work um because i spend a lot of time i realize now like finding stuff for them to do like not that there's not things to do but you know being able to you know map out things for them like okay do this here's something i need you to do here's everything you need for it and like all that kind of stuff that stuff is work <laughs> i'm like man you know you just want to like you're like, oh, okay. Oh, I got somebody to help with all this stuff I got to do, but then there's like the aspect of like, yeah, I need to give them these things to do. I need to provide them with things, and especially if it's somebody that's new, it's like I need to you new need to, to the industry. Them. Yeah, I need to yeah. teach them things, and you know, and try to be a good example. Act more professional. Those are the real struggle things for me. <laughs> get dressed <laughs> before I go. Don't go on Zoom. Get to work on time. It, they did get to work before me on their first day, but you know. Things like that. Um, mm-hmm. It's cool, though. I mean, it's a learning process. I mean, for, I guess, both of us, I guess. But um, it's working out. You're doing a good job. And um, I just got you know, to, you know, it's just more of an effort, especially if you've been on the other side of it, where somebody else is giving, creating the work and giving you the work. Or you know, even if you're kind of being proactive and creating work for yourself, which I'm kind of used to doing to a certain extent. Um So it's just a process because I'm having to do that for somebody else now, basically, and try to, you know, encourage those skills, the, you know, like, hey, find something to do and, (laughs) you know, create some work for yourself kind of thing. Um, But, you know, it's, you know, it's a process and, you know, it's a growth opportunity for everybody involved. So um, it's been cool.
0: Yeah, I think it's in the times I manage people. It's always like I always just assume like oh okay I just got to tell them what to do and they'll be fine. But it it does take a lot of well I guess it depends on the pe- who the people are. But it definitely takes a lot of time in terms of planning because you can't just like hey do this and hand it to them and expect them to be able to do it without handing off you know additional information and you know there's a lot more things yeah you have well, to do before expectations you can just hand it off all off a project like
1: yeah especially when they're you know newer to newer you know somebody new it's you know they don't have all those kind of you know things that we've picked up over the years that we don't really think about
0: anymore (laughs) yeah and and I think it gets easier over time too because over time once the person's familiar with what they need to do it's a whole lot easier but at first you it's like nope that's not what I wanted let me show you what you should do (laughs) like all that stuff yeah, I mean, and that's the process,
1: too, of being able to, you know, let somebody use the skills that they have, that they've acquired when I mean, you hire them for a reason. But, you know, letting them use them
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, you know, and fail in some place, not, you know, fail, fail, but, you know, like make some mistakes, allowing them to do that and work through it. And, you know, you being there to, you know, guide them in the right direction. And sometimes I think it'd be easy for somebody in a leadership position to... Um, especially if they're new to it, to be scared to hand that stuff off to somebody.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. you're like, no, especially me, I think, you know, with designers and everything, we may have a vision for things, especially if we've been somewhere for a while. We have a vision of how things are, you know, and we want them to be. And it's like, oh, i got somebody Who going to help me see my vision or whatever. And it's like, you know, they may not see it that way. Mm-hmm. And you can't be scared of that. You can't be scared that they aren't going to do the, it the way you want to. Because it's like you brought in this new brain for a reason. They're going to be able to make it better than you could. And, you know, it's, it's a process.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you got to build trust. Or yeah. yeah. You both have to build trust. Yeah. So.
1: But, yeah. So, it's been interesting. That's what I've been up to. Um, just, you know, learning new things and trying to trying to act professional. Well. <laughs> so. But um I guess you want to get into the topic of the week?
0: <laughs> so this week we we promised we would talk about nifties, so that's what we're talking about. Nifties.
1: Yeah. Um I did research, watched some YouTubes, did some Googles, um if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about NFTs, um, which stands for non-fungible fung- fungible, fungible, tokens. Um, and Based on the research I did, I can confidently say... <laughs> that you don't understand. I'm confused, <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I mean, not no idea. I have some idea, but I am so confused as to... Um... Practical applications, mm-hmm. which I was actually reading something and tomorrow was saying that it's like, yes, there's the opportunity for people to make some money and stuff like that. But I don't see huge upsides for artists, honestly. I, would, I mean, I mean, it, potentially long term when it stabilizes, yeah, there's something there. I mean, I don't think it's going anywhere and all that kind of stuff, but it's just like I it's like, OK, I understand it to a certain point. It's like OK, well, all right, you're selling this thing. But technically, you don't even have to own this thing. But then, what do I do this with this thing once I own it? Like, what? You know, it's just bragging rights that I own a thing. Why do I pay for that? I know people pay and buy things for bragging rights all the time, but yeah. it's like, who am I bragging to? Um, mm-hmm. like, what do I do with this once I have it? Like, well, what's the same you know... thing?
0: Like, why do you own forty-seven pairs of sneakers?
1: Um, a lot of them you're not doing you know, anything with most
0: of the time. People,
1: I get bullied when I wear the same shoes two days in a row at work. Oh, okay. The people that don't, people that don't notice might bully me. <laughs> <laughs> people that don't notice and don't care might bully me. Today, I wore the same shoes that I wore to work on Monday. Nobody noticed,
0: and I was scared. <laughs> well, so You should probably seek some counseling or something to deal with that, but... Uh, So my understanding (laughs) is, yeah, it's it's like buying clout, not clout, but, you know, like, basically, I think it's it's more viable from an artist's perspective or a designer's perspective. I think it's more viable and useful if you have a following and people that really care about your art and are willing to possibly willing to invest in it anyway. Because if you have people that are willing to invest in your art anyway, then they're like, oh, okay, I can buy it in the form of an NFT and I can have bragging rights. Okay, cool. But if it's just a, uh, you know, you're just a nobody that no one knows anyway, then jumping in the game with NFTs now is probably not going to help you much. It might, but I don't know. I mean, because so I went on, there's a website NFT gateway or Nifty gateway where you can buy NFTs and it's just so much stuff on there like unless I knew there was something I wanted I probably wouldn't go looking
1: and yeah yeah, I think it is the thing if this this random artist means nothing to you then yeah nobody's going to buy it
0: well it may Versus be the, the art if I you don't... like
1: the artwork then okay maybe but most of this artwork you know come on who likes that I don't know that sounds bad but you know what I mean like some other stuff some kind of like I don't know. Yeah, some of them are just some of the artwork. It's like if you don't get it, you don't get it. Yeah. Maybe there's some kind of joke behind it or some. I don't know. It didn't speak to me. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't like oh you know because I saw like the most like one of the most you know sold guys or whatever. I looked at some of his stuff. I mean, he's a real artist and everything, and looks like he does a lot of commentary. His his stuff looked kind of cool or whatever. But some of the other things I've seen, I mean, but I'm like that anyway with a lot of art where it's like I don't. I don't know, like I I don't know if you call it modern art or what you call it, but a lot of it I just don't like. Yeah. Honestly. Or it's not something I'm willing to spend any money on. No. I'm just like, uh eh, okay, you made a I mean, I don't I don't know. I, I it's just not for me. It doesn't speak to anything I care about. Yeah. And that's fine.
0: Well I think it's entirely fine. As African American artists, um I definitely don't see much like art that represents us on there from what i've seen so i think as african-american artists it would probably be useful for us to get in there and so that there is stuff like not only just because it's intelligent to get into these markets that um history has shown us we've been eliminated from or excluded from in a long time so it's smart to be in there but also if i'm a, a consumer coming in there i can see somebody that looks like me or something i'm interested in versus all these weird, like skeletons and whatever, like not that they're skeletons, but you know, yeah. I just saw like a bunch of weird stuff, and I'm like, nah, I don't want. Yeah, just ideas.
1: stuff that doesn't like speak. I mean, maybe there's some kind of point. I mean, it's my same problem I have with the art world in general. It's just like, man, a lot of this stuff is like, not stuff that I encounter day to day or care about. Yeah. You know, like I don't, I'm just not into art that
0: basically it's commentary on art. I don't know. I just, ugh, I just don't care. well yeah Um, i had to study like a lot of modern art in college and a lot of it it was somewhat mildly interesting but a lot of it i'm like it seems like you just don't you're not good at any traditional media so you're like oh for this next installment or installation i'm just gonna ball up a shirt and leave it on the floor and that's my art
1: yeah, it's like I'm gonna. This art is about the critique of the art world. Like, I don't care about the art world. I don't care.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess I mean relevant to my daily day-to-day. You know, we're not. I don't in know. That I mean, art in, world like that anyway. Or you know, like I don't. Not that deep. I I mean, not to make it. I mean, whatever.
1: It is what it is. But I, as black people, yeah, I don't think we're in a lot of us in a position to care about these things. Yeah. We've got more tangible things to us that we care about than these metaphors of the, you know, study of the idea. We don't care about that kind of stuff. At the same time, I don't think all our artwork needs to be about struggle and trauma. Right. But also, I don't care about your t-shirt balled up on the, on the floor. Yeah. I- like that whole banana take to the wall thing. Like that was the point of it. It was supposed to be like, oh, trying to prove a point or whatever, which, okay, I can appreciate that to a certain extent. Right, but, but I'm not going to
0: pay to go to an art museum to look at that either. No. And I'm not going to come to your, it's not, your gallery opening to see that. It's like, okay, you take the financial wall, cool.
1: It's not a gateway for the average person, which is something I would like to do with, you know, the art that I like and the stuff I like to make. It's like I want it to be a gateway. Like, you know, if I want to try, talk about some kind of bigger picture, I want to offer something to people that aren't into that already. Mm-hmm. That's the average person that doesn't, you know, it just looks at your banana taped to the wall is exactly what it is a banana taped to the wall, and it's stupid. And these, you know, and they just look at it as like, oh, these idiots paid all this money for a banana. You know, nobody cares.
0: Well, a lot so. of this has to do with something I was talking to my kids about is the, I think it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So it's basically like a triangle. If you look it up, you'll see what I'm talking about. But basically, it's at the bottom, when you're at the bottom of that hierarchy of needs, all you care, care about is, you know, like, food, shelter, clothing. Like, what am I going to eat? How am I going to survive? As you uh, get to higher levels of life or whatever, or once, you, once you've once you taken care of that level, then there are other levels. And near the top is things like self-actualization and um, your legacy and stuff like that. And I think for, for a lot of, you know, uh, minorities and people in, in those groups in America at least as you get close to the top of that level most of the, most people are not at that top at that top level so they don't care about that stuff and so if your painting no. is about you know expressing your feelings about something like no I don't care I'd rather see a painting of a, a pretty sunset because in my life I don't get to see that because I had to work three you know uh, two yeah. jobs or whatever so a pretty sunset is more interesting to me than a banana taped to the wall and I don't think that means that yeah. one... Well, in my per- opinion, I do think one is more art than the other. But <laughs> it just means that... It also yeah. means that one thing is more appealing to one group because of their place in that hierarchy of needs. Like, they don't they don't care. They're more worried about, like, how am I going to pay my bills? How am I going to take care of my family? That type of stuff. Or how am I going to um, move up in my career? Whatever. And they're not at that level where all they care about is critiquing... Whatever it is, or I don't know, that's just my opinion. Yeah,
1: no, that that's pretty much, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah,
1: now how that apply, applies to NFTs, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but, well, Before we so know, again, it, I think, but, yeah,
0: a lot of in a lot of these, in a lot of the tech uh, forums, not forums like internet forums, but like areas of technology, there are not many minorities, and then of course, in a lot of those tech areas, there's a lot of people that make a lot of money, so. A lot of those people aren't going to care about the same thing you might care about. I am not. I don't know how that affects the art, but yeah.
1: So Okay, so maybe I understand it. Maybe this is what it is. Like, you know, kind of like coins and stuff like that. So basically these are like if you had, you know, when quarters came out and they had different states on them and stuff yeah. like that. Like, this was years ago, but yeah. It's basically like that. Yep.
0: So it's not really about what the art is. No, it's just that it's more there are so only a, a limited number of these things, and I have one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we finally got past. So up- basically, we need a.
1: <laughs> basically. <laughs> basically, we need to make Tubmans
0: of NF- NFTs. Well, I mean, whatever you make, I. It, I think it helped well you know what i mm-hmm. mean
1: though but you know it's like the we need i mean yeah because most of the stuff is being sold back and forth yeah it's probably not black people in there i haven't explored it that much i'm sure maybe there are but yeah basically we need to create something that is valuable that you know has more
0: representation maybe yeah. i don't know i think that would be helpful but so going back just to the basics of it i think from the perspective of an, of an artist, it, it it's obviously a you know just different revenue stream, and I think that um, if you have art that would appeal to that audience, whatever that the crypto bro audience is, then maybe it's worth it to get in there. And it seems like it's not that difficult to create them. I haven't, yeah, I haven't made one yet. I'll admit, but I did look into What's... how to do it, and it looked like basically I just had to upload a picture and. Or whatever my my media, and then set a price, basically. Yeah, I I was confused though because
1: it was like some of the you know it's like does it have to be digital art? Can I take a picture
0: of art that I've done, physical art, and make it a thing? I don't. I, I wasn't don't, clear I understand on that, that either. Because how do you know that this was not done on the computer? You don't. So there's no way to prove that. If I took a pic, you know, if I took a picture of a painting, there's no way to prove that that wasn't a digital art, because I could paint that same thing in Photoshop. There may be, I, I think you
1: can tell. Yeah, there might (laughs) be a way.
0: There might, there might be a real way, but like just from the uh, who's who's sitting there checking, just take a real painting
1: and scan it in, and then it's you know high
0: quality scan. I don't know, uh, so from what I could, from the research I've done, it could just be kind of any, any file could become an NFT. Cause I mean, a lot, I have like artwork I did, I've done in the past that it's still, um, I still have the physical copy, but I also have a digital copy. And so that digital copy, I assume can be made into an NFT. If someone knows better, <laughs> definitely. Let us know. <laughs> please help us. Please. But my plan is to actually yeah, I, try and make it, one and just see what happens.
1: Yeah. Because I mean I kept on reading, trying to understand, but it kept on going into places a lot of it was more so from the perspective of people um trying to make money mm-hmm. off of it. Not people that are artists, not people who've benefited, you know, artists that have benefited from it. Yeah, it's all from the perspective like what I'm of, trying to figure here's out. Here's how like, you buy it and here's how you sell it for more. It's like, okay, great, I can make some art. I know how to make art. I, can, I think I'm pretty decent at it. Okay, cool. How do I make money off of this mm-hmm. with this thing? Or is this, or am I just throwing my stuff out there, what, hope creating hype around it so somebody buys it? And then, you know, I guess the good thing is, from what I understand, if somebody does buy it and the price does go up, way up, I do get a cut of that. Versus in the art world, you know... I could paint, sell a painting for fifty bucks. If somebody, you know, years from now it could become popular. I could be like, you know, some kind of icon or whatever. But I'm not going to get, and that could sell for like millions, and I'm not going to get a coin yeah. of that.
0: Yeah, that's what I think is the. So from what I understand, it does that's have that. That's the the part I like about it. Um, I've never experienced anything of mine becoming more valuable, and then me missing out on that money. But I've definitely. Like just like with anything you do, you, you could. I've definitely like worked on people's websites and designed logos for people, and then whatever they were doing blew up. And it's like, no, but shouldn't I get some residuals? Oh, I've definitely worked on stuff that did Well, I, I've also worked on things that have crashed, but <laughs> I worked on things that have blown up, and then, of course, no residuals because, I mean, one, that's partly because I didn't negotiate that, but there are a few things that I've negotiated residuals on, and then they just fell apart, or the person didn't pay residuals like they promised things like that so having it set up in that way makes it useful because that so that's one way i could see using that is just let's say you asked me to design a logo for you i'm going to sell you an nft of your logo you can download the do whatever to get the nft and you can use the logo wherever you want but it's always mine so i'm always getting something off well i don't know how that i don't know how that exactly works but that would be yeah, I don't think that would yeah, work Yeah, technically that wouldn't <laughs> work but if there was a way to do that so that you know every time you print my logo on something I'm getting a cut of it that would be useful because then I'm going to do a really good job on your logo but also it uh I can potentially charge you less up front for the logo so let's say I charge two million or two thousand dollars for a logo okay but if I can get residuals off of this and you do well essentially like kind of like you're yeah. doing the music
1: like you know, royalties yeah, yeah. and stuff like that figuring out a way to do royalties for art yeah I mean I think that would be cool but I don't know that you can do that for a logo. I don't know I mean, that's that's but. a
0: whole another thing but I think that uh, since it I don't know we'll have to see because I think like one of the podcasts I was listening to I was talking about this they were basically saying like everything is not worked out in terms of how this is going to work in the long term for you know for all types of formats, mm-hmm. for music, yeah. for videos, for all that type of stuff, but it's a good time to get in. So if you get in, then you're part of the, 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 the infrastructure or whatever you want to call it. And then as it grows, you can yeah. be more involved and you know, Hey, I've already got my NFT account or whatever set up. So, Oh, you want a logo. Okay. Here it is. Here's the NFT. Here's the, the wallet or whatever, how all that stuff works. And now I'm making money off of it. Yeah.
1: I mean, kind of like, you know, like, you know, people do get paid in Bitcoin mm. and stuff like that, but that's probably a little bit different.
0: Yeah, I bought some Bitcoin and I made a little bit of money. Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I made some off of that too. I mean, I didn't buy a lot, but I made, I definitely made some. So yeah, I was like, maybe I'll <laughs> so stop buying stocks and start buying more Bitcoin, but we'll see. But either way, I think, um, I think this is most useful. Like so, from a graphic design perspective, I don't, I don't see how this would be applicable or useful at this point for B two B purposes. Um, but of course, once you know, if it gets to a point where the platform is more established and they find they figure out how, you know, how I can make money, money off of it, you know, make residuals off of something I designed, then I would be totally down to do. Yeah. It makes more sense. And, well and I think that's part of
1: the thing is like do you want <laughs> you don't want to wait too long so until they no, figure no, no, it no. out versus like let me get in now and then when they figure it out. Especially okay, so I'll say this. For an artist, I mean I haven't gone through the whole process, I don't completely understand. But for an artist, I don't see there being yeah. a risk. I don't know if there's a cost to get on uh-huh. there. I didn't I haven't gone through that whole process. But if there's not, then there's not a lot of risk to the Yeah, it's just artists. like posting our portfolio. you investor, you can buy yeah. the stuff
0: if you want it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, somebody may not be buying it, and that's a whole other thing. Yeah, but thing, still, but it's yeah. just like, if no one buys it, I didn't lose anything. I lost some time, but that's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, it's, you know, I don't know. And especially for me I'm you know, thinking like if I am able to scan in original paintings I still have the original painting hanging out on my wall unless I sold it but yeah well I still have mm-hmm. it. <laughs> so what are you gonna do you own this thing whatever I have the original like the well real as an original. artist
0: it's it's all I, I even digital art I don't feel like anything is completely like even if I sell you this digital art that I did I can always just remake it and I'm not gonna give you I'm sure... I don't know. I don't know what's the best answer, but I assume I'm not going to NFT the source files. I'm giving you the the output, yeah. whatever that looks like. Yeah. It's like I need a, like a real practical explanation, which I have not been able to find exactly. <laughs> My understanding is it's just uh, like, a digital... some kind of file. The image... Uh, video audio whatever but it's attached to something that makes it non-duplicable or you can you know let's say you can have 10 of them yeah. and they all have their unique identifier or whatever but if you copy it then everyone it's obvious or it can be determined that that's just a copy of the original it's not the original and then people can buy them and yeah you know if you have original that's obviously worth more than the fake or the duplicate or whatever Yeah, so I understand it. I just don't. I haven't. I I need to. I think I need to do more research from the like you said from the artist perspective because what I've seen has not been from the artist perspective. And so I'm like, okay, can you show me how to make one from an artist perspective? So I have one now, or I have whatever I made. Now do I upload it? I
1: did see one video on that, but it was a long video, (laughs) and I got bored, so I didn't finish watching it. But I don't know, that link you sent me,
0: I have to see what that's about, but yeah, I don't know. So, um I don't know, I think I, I have several ideas on ways that it could be useful and I think as the technology evolves and things like that, I could definitely see where like designers would want some sort of residual or something back for things they to de- they design, because like I know we've, we t- on the, the in the past we talked about like the lady that designed the Nike logo, and she didn't charge that much for it, and now years later it's on everything. I don't know if I would, yeah. I don't know if she deserves residuals, but you know, break me off a couple mil at least, because yeah. or you better send me every shoe that drops. When well, I, think I need she all did of get, them.
1: I think she got shares or something. like See, so yeah, I think she got she did mm-hmm. they did do something for her longer term but yeah but that's not always gonna happen and people get screwed yeah. over that way all the time but um yeah I mean for if you're making a logo for somebody I don't I would guess they're gonna put a contract together that says look I own this logo you you bank this for us
0: we'll pay you we own it don't talk to us anymore yeah that's the way <laughs> you most don't, don't try to contracts come back that I've money. done kind of go where it's just like at the yeah. end, you'll give us all the source files and everything. And, you know, if we change it, if we need anything, we'll let you know. But it's ours, and we'll do with it as we please. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I think that's I mean, fair. Like a, but, I mean,
1: that's how most things work. Yeah. <laughs> if they approach you, you have a design for something that you made on your own, and they approach you mm-hmm. and say they want to use it. Then I think it's different. But if you're making something for somebody, I, I think it's kind of weird to like also demand well, something I mean, on it long term, unless you're like doing. I don't know. I mean, it
0: I mean, you can demand what you want. But I think in Honestly, in my example, they can agree I to it if they want to. I'll charge you significantly more if you want the source files. Oh. Because most most logos
1: I do. But, but how do you make money off of? They make a they make some business cards. How are you
0: supposed to get money off? Well, of that? I'm not saying that way, but I, I guess like for most logos and things I do now, I don't give up the source files. No, you can't have them. I'll give you like an EP uh, a PDF and like a vector, like an EPS, but everything's going to be flattened. Everything's going to be merged, so it's not easy to mess with it. Because if I give that away, then you don't ever have to talk to me again, and you could just hire somebody off of Fiverr to do everything for you. But this is kind of job security for me. But if you want those source files, then I could say, I could see saying, okay, give me either give me more money or give me some residual based on something. I don't know what that something is. But okay, another example I can think of is let's say you are a musician and I'm designing your album cover. So I know album covers are not as important as they once were, but I'm designing your album cover so let me get like a, a fourth of a penny off of every sale or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I see.
0: yeah, I mean, you can negotiate how you want to negotiate, but yeah. And I think that that's more trackable than just saying, hey, you're printing business cards. I want dial a dime off of every business card you print. That doesn't make sense. That's hard to track because it's a physical thing. But anything uh, going digital, like I designed something for your Instagram, every like, give me something. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how this would work, but these are just ideas I would think that now that you can you, we can somehow kind of track the thing mm-hmm. some way or another. Um, of course, all the technology is not there, but if, if I can track the thing that I designed yeah. and know exactly where it's being used and how many times and all that type of stuff then, hey, yeah. maybe I get a cut off. Of it. I mean, I, uh, just the logo example. A lot
1: of times I mean, I tend to give people a vector. I mean, not all, they don't always ask for it. Sometimes I give it to people because, you know, if they want to print something, a lot of times it's like, all right, well, they need a vector to be able to send to the printer to make something. And right. part of me is like, man, I don't want to be managing your assets long term. <laughs> right. But there's a cost involved with that.
0: I mean, From my I, perspective, yeah. there's a cost. Yeah.
1: Well, that and, I mean, my other reason is a lot of times people that ask for a logo, they came to me because they don't know how to use Illustrator. So what are they going to yeah. do with the vector? So I
0: don't even give them that. I'm saying, like so <laughs>
1: like so like
0: I guess all I'm saying is like once I if I give you the vector yeah you don't have to work with me anymore which is fine I don't care about that but you could take my vector and give it to someone else yeah and they can change it all around and screw things up and you know it it just means you never have to pay me anymore yeah So I get that keeping that vector to me means a little bit of job security not a lot necessarily because you could hire someone to recreate what I did yeah
1: I mean that was my same with like photography like when I would shoot people's weddings and stuff I still have those photos yes am I going to do anything with them no do I want to manage your stuff long term no I don't want anything just here take your stuff and go just pay me because I I don't know I just don't like I I guess because for me it's like I don't want like being involved in that part of it
0: <laughs> mm. Like I But wouldn't you say you would charge more for someone if someone just said I just want a JPEG wouldn't you charge them less than the person that says I want the vec excuse me, if they want the vector?
1: I get that. Um I I mean honestly a lot of people that I work with they don't know what they need. Well yeah, that's true. Too. So I give them I don't a lot of times I don't think I've given them the vector because they can't do it most people can't do anything with that. And usually they'll come back if they need the vector. It's like, oh yeah, I'm trying to print something. They say I need a vector. Then, then that's when that happened. But a lot of times, I don't give them the vector, less out of like, oh, you know, I want to make sure I hold control over this, and less more so because they don't know what to do with the vector. So I give them files large enough to print with. You know, I give you everything you need to really to put. You, I give you what you need to get get it going, and you can work with it. But you know, a lot of people they don't need the vector, honestly.
0: For me it's essentially been the same most people it's not i'm not holding out on the vector because they were trying to sneak off and do something with it it's just they don't need it or know what to do with it but i have had a couple clients where they're like can i get the vector and i'm like this isn't when we negotiated when we talk price so if you want the vector i need an additional however much money and usually some have given it up, some have not. Some of them are like, oh, never mind, I don't want it. <laughs> so, that's why, uh, I it. I, that's,
1: a, that's why I would, I would like present it up front, like, here, this includes a vector. It, it's a higher price because it includes the vector. Then they're maybe more like, oh, okay. That's why it's more because you have the source. Oh, okay, I got the source file or whatever. And then maybe they'll be like, buy it versus the comeback, like, hey, I need to get this out I need the vector. Because usually yeah. what is happening. They probably talked to some design, some other designer that needs something designed, and they're like, hey, yeah, they said they need to direct the vector, and then they had to approach you. with like, hey, get a vector, and you're like, oh, more, and then they ended up going back to the designer
0: and asking them to recreate the logo. Yeah, and usually, <laughs> in my experience, usually when they start asking for the vector, it's because they they don't want to deal with you anymore, or they you know they found somebody cheaper or whatever it is, and so it's the end of the relationship. Overall, I guess we conclude by saying we need to do more research, and I'd, I'd say if you're an artist, definitely try out NFTs. Try, and, try it out, figure it out. Um, it seems like an interesting new way of keeping track of what you've done and you know, potentially making some money along the way, which is awesome. Yeah. So um, I would definitely say look into it. And I would def- if you know of any resources for artists related to nfts i'd be interested in seeing them so definitely leave a comment or whatever if you are so inclined yeah because i mean i think it is a
1: thing it's going to be here for a while and it may not be going crazy like it is right now but um i think it'll be a thing when people figure it out just so you know let's not be at the tail of it you know (laughs) yep and also apparently they're bad for the environment
0: yeah, I heard that too. I, I don't I don't know how it's I don't well because it's just the computing power that's required yeah. to do it. Yeah. But um, so I think all the the all the crypto stuff and the NFT stuff will definitely some in some ways I think improve computing power or force the computing you know the the uh, or the energy sector to figure it out. <laughs> well, the microchips and the computing sector to be better yeah because it's like you know like right now if you're trying to buy a video card they're all high because everybody's doing crypto mining and stuff like that so if you the computers the computer hardware manufacturers are just going to have to improve because there is a lot of money in that industry so it's like i I feel like this is going to push things in that way yeah i don't know where it's going to push them or when you know we don't know but you know it's been a few years of this and um it's gonna happen yeah we shall see well thanks for tuning in again uh we don't have nfts for sale yet but you can buy some hoodies some tees kind of like a NFT. regular tees they're they're definitely fungible yeah but they're t-shirts and hoodies and jackets and uh wife beaters probably and mugs and all that stuff so you could check out our merch uh alienmuffin.com slash shop or you can go to alienmuffin.threadless.com i think yeah yeah so check us out definitely look into getting some of our merch it doesn't have our names all over it. it's just art just designs the designs and art um i always found it weird like you know, you got a YouTube channel. Your YouTube channel is called, like, Videos with Dave. And you're like, like, comment, subscribe, and check out my merch. Why would I buy a shirt that says Videos with Dave? Yeah, it's just that. I, I, yeah. Or uh, even if it had some design on, like, why do I want a Videos with Dave shirt? I'm not Dave. Yeah. But anyway. That, I mean, that's a, supposed, that's a... <laughs> I, mean I, I have something similar to that, but it's like a clever twist on it. So it's
1: not, like, an obvious, I don't know. But also, neither one of us probably wants to talk to strangers. Because that's my stance on it. Some shirts, I even if I like and support this person, I wouldn't get. Because I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to explain to you
0: who Tony Baker is. Even though I have a shirt from him. Yeah, but I, I don't mind the shirt if it's not literally just the name of your channel, or if it has no design to it, if it's just the name of your channel on a shirt with a YouTube logo, Yeah, it's but like, I'm not you, yeah, it's like, make weird. Make your merch interesting. Don't make it just like, oh, here's my name. Like, like, Wait a minute, why am I buying a shirt with your name on it just to be promo? Yeah. There's one guy I follow on YouTube. He has a t-shirt and just says consistency on it. I, I've been meaning to order I, it for yeah, a couple I months. Yeah, I like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it says something like on this. it. It's a nice font. It looks nice, but it's not like Go to my website dot com. Doesn't yeah, you can have my crap on there, on there somewhere. If people need to, you know, you can throw it on there somewhere, but don't make that the biggest thing on there. Yeah, because I'm definitely not wearing that. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people's merch that it's like, and I see people buy it too. That's the crazy part. But, um, yeah, our, our we don't have any mer- mediocre merch. Check out our website. I mean, you might not like it, like everything, but it's cool. But yeah. check out our website. Uh, feel free to purchase things, send us money so we can afford to learn about NFTs. Until next time. All right. Bye.